everybody, welcome back into Britches Get Stitches. We are glad you found us. We're excited that you're here. Holly, how are you doing today? You know, I'm pretty good. Went in yesterday for uh, the ablation, finally. You had to take me to the doctor again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, my back's feeling good. Uh, no pain currently, just stiff. So they said that would uh, be the case for a good couple days. Um, but... I will say yesterday I uh, had that done and I've had this done before. I had an ablation done in March. It didn't work really well. So we're doing it again. And this time they gave me, when I woke up, I was in a lot of pain uh-huh. and uh, they gave me morphine. Oh. They gave me two doses of 10 milligrams, cc's, whatever they do. They injected in through the IV. Anyway, I got home yesterday. I was so itchy, like scratchy, itchy Uh-oh. and drowsy, but I couldn't fall asleep. But then I realized like morphine is kind of tied into the same type of drug classes like you know meth and all of those opioids as well okay and i was like now i understand the itch because you always see people like on tv shows on meth and they're always like scratchy and itchy and i'm like what's happening their face is all screwed up because they've scratched it so much yeah that's how it was yesterday for me i look like a meth addict well i was hoping you were gonna come off of the the morphine and the anesthesia and have some fun stuff but you didn't no i just cried when i woke up apparently because i was in a lot of pain yesterday i don't know why that didn't happen last time but I was there for a minute before uh, you got there. Sucks. Well, uh, they actually, I, I didn't tell you this yesterday, but they actually went to look for you because I was crying so hard that they thought if my brother was there, he could hold my hand and it would make me feel better. So they were looking for you, but you weren't there. Oh, it's a good thing I didn't go in there. Oh, I know you would have laughed, but it was <laughs> actually I don't know. You might have cried. I was in I a might lot have cried with of pain. I was I'm a, a crier. I'm a crier. I probably would have uh, cried with you. Well, Holly, I've got uh, I've got my giant's hat on today. Um, embarrassing that you have it on today though after their loss yesterday well listen i I know they lost i know they got shut out yesterday but they were on a like an eight game win streak or something nine games something like that they were going for 11 yesterday oh wow 10 games see i i I don't keep up as much as you but a little shout out to the giants and uh yeah they lost i mean you gotta lose every once in a while you can't win every game every once in a while and so but by the time this airs because you know holly's not gonna air for another probably like i don't know 10 days or so the giants will probably have lost every game and they will be like fourth in the west I'm going to have to come across and punch you in the face right now, man. That's just what they're going to do. Right? We, like, we know I it. hope not. They're in second right now. They're ahead of the Dirty Dodgers. But we do start a series tonight against the Diamondbacks. And I'm a little concerned about that because they are number one in the division. And oh, uh, we got to beat them. Hopefully, hopefully we come back. We've had a lot of injuries. That was yesterday. We were down a whole lot of regular players and using a bunch of minor leaguers. So let's see how it goes. Yeah. Well, hopefully we get the we get the series against the Diamondbacks because... Uh, It'd be nice to see him back uh, in the playoffs. It's been a couple of years. For sure. So, uh, Holly, you got an update on dad? Is that, is that what I see uh, here? I do. You know, uh, we, you know, a couple of weeks ago, was it a couple of weeks ago? I guess dad fell out of the truck. We mentioned that. Um, he was in the back sweeping out the uh, truck bed. So he texted, you know, the next day said he was feeling okay. He'd gone to the ER. He was a little banged up and sore. Well, he sent a text last night and said that he's still pretty banged up and hurting. He thinks he's torn a rotator cuff, so they're going to do a CT scan on Monday. So hopefully it's nothing too serious, but he did text and was like, when did I get old? And I'm uh, like, bro, like 30 had years to have been ago. in your 40s. Had to have been, because I feel old now. I'm 43, so. Yeah, I am 40. In fact, uh, one of my buddies just sent me a, a reel from Facebook and talked about, hey, you're 30, you're old. Like, you're not going to the club anymore. You're probably at home. If you, you either have kids or they, you know, you know, people have kids. And then you think to yourself, like, was I this annoying when I was their age? And the answer is yes, you were. Uh, you, you like, he just, it just went on and he was like, you're old, basically. I'm like, yeah, that's true. That's true. 
So pops, you got old a while ago. I remember when I was three and this is one, one memory I have when I was three, three. and, and uh, he turned 40. I do remember his over the hill birthday. That's crazy. I don't think I have any memories from that age. Yeah. I don't know. I just remember like people saying over the hill and he was opening these birthday cards. So, and then they sang like the over the hill, happy birthday song. I don't know. Just one of those random, random memories I've got. So pops, hope you're feeling, hope you get feeling better. And I hope that uh, there's nothing torn and I'm dead serious. I know you're listening. You're one of our listeners. You watch us on YouTube. Don't get over six inches off the ground. He called me the other night. I, I needed him to do something on the computer. I was out in the field working and I said, Hey, I've got, got somebody calling me. They need to check a job. It's like eight o'clock at night. I said, you know, not, my office is closed. And so, you know, dad's got his computer at the house. And I said, I need you to go on and check this. And he goes on, it's not working. He says, well, I can't get the program to pull up. You know, just classic, like, love you pops. Classic old man, like the Wi-Fi says it's Spotify. And I'm like, I don't like, what are you talking about? The Wi-Fi says it's Spotify. Like, I have no idea what you're <laughs> saying right now. And he's like, I click on Wi-Fi and then Spotify pulls up. And I'm like, well, you did upgrade to Windows 11. So I don't, I, can't, I know Windows 10 pretty well, but Windows 11, a little quirky. I do have a, a computer with 11 and it's a little different. Anyways, he's just going on about it's not working, it's not working. And I said, well, maybe you need to restart your router. He goes, well, that means I got to climb the ladder to go do it. I said, uh -uh. <laughs> no, don't reset your router. Why? First of all, who's, where's his router and who put it high enough that he has got to climb a ladder? I, I think it's on top of that, uh, that bookshelf, I think. Oh, no. We need and to so that. I'm like, Pops, isn't there, like, it's got to plug into the wall. So I'll why don't you it. unplug it from the wall? He's like, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. And he's like, I have a little PTSD because that's the ladder I fell off getting out of the truck or whatever. I'm like, Pops, like no no you are not doing that like i don't need the info that much like we'll i'll figure it out when i get home yeah he's gonna go climb the ladder i'm like no you're not you're not gonna climb like he's start. i could see him start because we were on like a video chat trying to figure this out and i could see him starting to move like move the computer i'm like nope nope don't do it so anyways uh before we get in the fun fact of the day um there was some commotion right before we started recording our kids are leaving they're, they're going to our friend's house i said holly don't come over till later it's a whirlwind when my family leaves to go somewhere because val has this deal like if we're gonna leave like you have to get all your chores done like everybody has to have the house in working order before they leave so i said it's gonna be a whirlwind it's gonna be loud people are gonna be everywhere it's gonna be crazy and you showed up you know a little bit later than you were going to but still early enough and i was like hey i'm gonna run to 7-eleven get a soda and you were like doing Ava's hair or something. What were you doing? Uh, no, I was helping Lexi with her new earbuds. It, okay, so you, all I saw is definitely you not something. doing somebody's hair. Okay, so you were helping Lexi with her ear, earbud, and I said, "Hey, I'm taking your car," and I just grabbed your keys and I left. And you said, "Okay," but I don't think you were talking to me. But I took that as you were talking to me because I just said that. I said, "Hey, let me take your car." I grab your keys, I get in the car, and I take off. Yeah, and I heard you take. I heard my car start, and I'm like in the house, and I'm like. That sounded like my car. I go outside because I didn't see it because even though the window I can see outside, I was standing where I wasn't in front of the window. I go outside and, and Val and all the kids are sitting in the truck and my car is gone. And Jerry or one of the kids rolls the back window <laughs> down and I'm like, did your dad just take my car? And they're like, it was like, ooh, I even said, does she know that dad's taking her car? Yeah. So peel out. you peeled out faster than I do. I didn't peel out. I just gunned it a little bit. Um, as Jared was walking by. That's the only reason Jared was walking by. So then I get back and I'm like, hey, you know, walk in and you, I could tell the moment I walked in, I was like, she didn't know I took her car. No. So it was fun though. You knew what you were doing. Of course I did it. I took that without my permission. It was, it was good. Uh, you know, the time I told you about the car wash and I couldn't find the car wash and then I finally yeah. found the car wash. I can't find it again. No, I've been to that car wash now like three times. It's been closed every single time. And then the last time mm -hmm. I go to get my car washed, it's all closed up and it was like, 
uh, sorry for the inconvenience, we're updating, but those motherfuckers still charge my card. So I'm mm-hmm. gonna go in there and be like, how are you gonna charge me? I've literally used this twice since I got it because first I couldn't find you, but then you've been closed, but you're still charging everybody for their monthly membership when we can't even use you. So yeah. now I've got to go in and get and demand a refund I'm, and find a new car wash because this one's just been bad news from the start. I yeah. should have known. I should have known from the start. They'll give you. They'll give you a refund probably. Well, maybe. Or they'll give you a free car wash even though you get right. I'm gonna tell them, you better give me a free month of car wash. Yeah. They might. They might. I mean, it might be a chain. That. I don't know. I'll have to look to see if it's you like still don't know what it's called? the same. Car wash. I noticed the other day when I went car wash USA. Well, uh, so let's move to the let's move to the fun fact of the day. So fun fact of the day. This doesn't really have anything to do with anything. It's just a little fact that I like. It makes me laugh every time. So I thought I'd share it today. So on Twitter, because, you know, I'm our social media um, mm-hmm. guru. Yeah, you're great at it. I say that very sarcastically. Super great at that. Um, so on Twitter, KFC follows exactly 11 people. Hmm. Six of them are random, random men named Herb. Okay. And the other five are uh, former members of the Spice Girls. So in total, they follow 11 herbs and spices, which is the exact number of herbs and spices in their secret seasoning. Oh, there you go. So they, they so that makes me laugh. That's a good little uh, fun fact. And if you don't believe it, go to Twitter and look. You will see that they indeed only follow 11 herbs and spices or herbs and spices herbs and spices so yeah that's my little easy quick fun fact of the day today yeah if you don't believe it holly texted me she said uh hey here's here's the proof that what i'm telling you is true and that is that they only follow 11 people okay so fun fact is about food leads into what are we eating right now what am i eating i am eating gummy bears and and dr pepper zero that's why i had to go to 7-eleven so i could get something but uh, on our last show, I said, hey, you know, we bought these exotic drinks, like weird flavored drinks um, last year in Utah. I think they, they could be expired. Um, <laughs> not when we were in Utah, when we were in California. The kids drank some of them in Utah as like a taste test. I mean, is it really exotic, though? I mean, you say exotic and I think of like. Or like black olive flavored. Yeah, I don't feel like that's bacon exotic, flavored. It's just grody. Dirt. Pimple popper flavored. I don't know. Anyways, so we have a few of those. We're going to try those, but you have nixed that for today because last time you went all over the place searching for these Doritos and could not find them. Correct. And then the day after we filmed, it might have even been the same day that we filmed last week's episode of me looking for these ketchup and mustard Doritos and I couldn't find them. No, it was the day after because the day of I couldn't find them anywhere. Day after I go to the grocery store, I walk in and they're just everywhere now. So I picked up a bag. So today we are going to try tangy ketchup Doritos and hot mustard Doritos. Awesome. And I don't like mustard and I'm not a huge ketchup fan. Like I eat ketchup on some things randomly. Mm. Oh, these stink like ketchup and I know those mustard ones smell. So that's not too bad. We'll have to get. So today you, when you ran to the grocery store, I told you to get me a Dr. Pepper because I knew I would need something with flavor. So you get yours, I'll get mine. All right, ketchup, here we go. Okay, I hate mustard. So which one are we doing first? Oh, no ketchup, let's go. Okay, here we go, ketchup. Ketchup Doritos. Yep, all that tastes like is ketchup. Tastes like ketchup. Jace is gonna love that, not bad. I don't know that I would wanna eat a whole bunch of them, but Jace is gonna love them. Mm, Let's try another one. Very ketchupy. So that is super accurate. Tangy ketchup. It is tanky. Okay, mustard, which I hate. 
All right, here we go. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Yeah. It's, oh, it's hot mustard like dad used to eat. Remember he always had the hot mustard? Yeah. Nasty. I'll take those all. I'll, I'll probably oh. eat that whole bag. Ketchup one. Really? You like them that much? Mm, they're not bad enough to not like them. So if, if they're in front of me, then I'd probably eat the mustard ones. I probably would. Yeah, I wouldn't eat either one of those. Oh, the mustard has like, like you chew on it. And then when it, it's kind of fine. But then when it gets to the back of your tongue, it, that's where it hits. That's where it hits. Yeah, not good. So ketchup and mustard Doritos, those are out for me, in for you, I, at least for the ketchup ones. I do the ketchup ones. JC will eat those ketchup ones. He wanted to try it. He wanted me to open the bag before we came in so he could try them, but I was afraid he would eat them all. Yeah, he filmed. probably would have. I'll take them with me. I uh, took him to Chick-fil-A the other day for his birthday. Yeah. So he eats his little chicken nuggets. Cause you know, he's very weird. He doesn't like eat a chicken nugget and take a bite of his mac and cheese. He eats all his chicken nuggets first, mm -hmm. then he eats his mac and cheese. Yep. But he finishes his chicken nuggets, and before he digs into his mac and cheese, he has to eat all the ketchup. So he's oh, yeah. just in there dipping his finger, eating the ketchup, till it's completely gone. Yep. Then he licks the inside of the ketchup thing and with sticks his, it in his with bag. With his freaking giraffe tongue. Giant. Yeah, he's got the giant, crazy, finishes it all, licks it all, sticks it in the bag, and then eats his mac and cheese. Dude loves mac and cheese. Loves ketchup. Chick-fil-A, man. Well, loves ketchup, too. Crazy. That dude. He's funny. <laughs> He will eat all of those ketchup, ketchup Doritos for sure. So I've also got Dr. Pepper. Same. Um, I got zero. I'm in a cup. I mean, a bottle. And it reminded me last week, I was reminded of, of a story. Sean reminded me of it when we were on the phone. You were a server. Okay. Right. Okay. So I need yeah. you to know how bad you would want to kill, kill us after this. So we okay. go to Texas Roadhouse. We're probably 17 or 18, but we used to go out and eat all the time. And so we go to Texas Roadhouse and we order our Dr. Peppers like normal. And the girl, you know, brings us the drinks. Sean like can down food like it was nothing. And he finishes his Dr. Pepper. She comes back and she had given us the rolls and she, oh, I'll get you another Dr. Pepper. He goes, she brings it back. Well, by the time she brings it back, I had finished mine. Not intentional, just it was the way it was. And so she goes, okay, I'll bring you back yours. Well, then Sean thought it would be super hilarious. And I did too. If by the time she brought back mine, he had finished his Dr. Pepper again. So he finishes his Dr. Pepper and drinks, <laughs> drinks all of his. She's like, oh my gosh, like you must be thirsty. So he's like, yeah, I am. <laughs> she leaves and then I drink all of mine. So she oh comes back. Gosh. And so then we made it a game back and forth every time. Well, then I couldn't keep up. I'm like, dude, I can't. I can't drink anymore. Like I, uh, like I can't. So he drank all of his and then grabbed mine and drank all of mine, you know, while she went to go get his and back and forth, back and forth. And she's like, I think realized like these guys are a bunch of dummies and ended up, she ended up bringing us like a, a container of like a pitcher of Dr. Pepper. But I'm like, as I look back, I'm like, she probably hated us. Oh yeah. She hated you. And she probably was like, these motherfuckers aren't even going to leave me a good tip because they're 17 or 18 years old. So luckily, he said we did. Or I leave hope good you tips. did. I won't say luckily, but I <laughs> he said say we leave good tips. Even when you were seventeen, though, you knew to leave a good tip. I mean, what's a good tip? I don't know. When I was seventeen, when I left, I, you know, we learned how True. to tip from we learned how to tip from dad. So I, I hope I did. Yeah. Because I mean, dad always tipped well because grandma was always a crappy tipper. So dad would always have to run back and make an excuse to go back into the restaurant to go leave more money on the table whenever grandma paid. Yeah, grandma would leave like, oh, here's 42 cents. Thank you. Like it's freaking right. 1952. Right. And there's like an entire table of us. It's like 10 of us or 12 yeah. of us. And she's still only tipping $2. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like, uh, always leave an extra 10 or 15, 20. I don't know. Yeah. 
I don't know to leave. So, uh, you know, apparently we were good tippers. That's what Sean said. I don't know. I mean, he says, you know, he tips pretty well now. I do too. I always, you know, I always give a minimum. I, you know, I know these waiters and waitresses, they are working for some minimum dollars. So I try to, like, even if it's bad service, like we went to Olive Garden the other day and like the girl came to the table like five times, like didn't make I mean, sure like- problem. My soda was like not even full ever. Um, and it just, it took a long time. Like I ordered the soup and salad and she never came back to ask me if I wanted more like soup, salad and breadstick thing. I was going to say, I, isn't it like all you can eat soup, salad and breadsticks? Yeah. Never asked if I wanted more just, hmm. but I, I left a good tip. I mean, it just depends. Like I always leave a minimum like 20% because I just, in my mind, I look because <laughs> I, so what I do is I look at the bill and I look like, okay, what's 10%, 10%, it's whatever, what's 20, right. th then I double it and that's what I leave. Right. But if they do extra good, then I give extra. So I'm always a minimum 20% just because. But you're like a minimum like 80%. I do try to leave like a really good tip. And the reason why is like I used to bartend and, and wait tables and I got left more bad tips than I did good tips. And even like, you know, I don't know. I probably do over tip. I won't say probably I do, but it's like. You do. Was, we're like 50 bucks. Like, I just. The I bill was 42. that situation. And I just remember that thinking like if there's ever a point in time where I can afford to tip well, I'm always going to tip well. Just because it's like that can make like a server's day. Like you're having a crowd, even if you're having a really great day and you're, you know, doing really good and hustling, people just don't typically tip well. And so I always try to just say like, hey, whatever, you know, I'm a big believer in karma. So uh -huh. I just like to think that something good's gonna come my way by doing something good for somebody else. And even if they're having a shit day, I just try to remember like everybody has a bad day. Yeah, so. I think I think that's important to remember, you know, that, and that's that's why I always at least leave the minimum. Like I never am like, oh, dude, this this sucked. I'm going to give her five bucks, you know? Right. Because a lot of times too, like like food taking forever. And I won't say that in the case of like the soup salad breadsticks because she obviously didn't come back and check. But like when food takes forever, that's not the server's fault most of the time. Right. Like there are times when like food's left in the window, like, hey, they just didn't go get it. But most of the time that's a, a kitchen issue. And I always hate when I go somewhere and people are like, oh, well, that took forever. Service took forever. I'm going to leave a shit tip. And it's like, well, it's not like the server was back there cooking up the food. That's the kitchen's fault. Well, we did have that for my birthday. We did have that uh, debacle of a of a time at that restaurant. That was a, but they didn't like take forever. Well, I guess they did take forever, but they just kept trying to bring us more food than we ordered. Like the same orders over and over again. Yeah. And then the, then the manager came out. I was like, yeah, you guys ordered. I'm like, we did not order three of the same thing. Yeah. And he's like, well, I mean, there's no way our POS system would have blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. Like only one person ordered that meal and it came out twice. Like, yeah, I think what happens is when they get tickets like that, they pull them usually and you put them in the if it's yeah. a if it's a ticket where you're pulling the tickets and putting it up or it's one on the screen. So if you put it up and you don't pull that ticket and you forget you've already made it, you're going to remake it. So and then put it down. So either that happened or if it's one where it's on the screen, they didn't clear it off. Because you have I, to hit it on the screen. I think it was the server. I honestly like because she came out and she took like two people's order and then didn't take anybody else's order. Then yeah, those two like people the got them, their meal and then she came out late. It was so weird. Like it was the weirdest. And then she disappeared because I think she just couldn't handle it. And we weren't yeah. even it, it wasn't like it was crazy. We only had three people get alcohol. So it wasn't like you were trying to keep and up to with get that alcohol. Drinks. It took forever for us to get that. I do. Remember. Yeah, I wasn't even paying attention, but it took us forever. We ordered those like I ordered my beer. Christina and Brandon ordered their beers. And then they were like, what is happening? We ordered our beer, right? I'm like, yeah, we did order our beer. Just took her forever. I don't know. I, but I also remember they had another big table there, though. Too. They had another big party. But then she had two servers come up during the time she was helping us. And they're like, OK, we transferred those tables to you. So I I don't know what happened. It was kind of a weird situation yeah. where she was getting I think she just got care of other people's stuff. And I think she was just overwhelmed. 
Yeah, I think she probably was. I mean, she came out when we first got there, super nice, like ready to go. And then so that's crazy. Well, anyway, because I mean, yeah, I mean, it was it was pretty shit service as far as which is not t- which is not typical of that place. Like I've never had bad service there. So it was really weird. Well, that was my only time going there. And after that experience, I I mean, I would I probably give it another shot, but not with the big party. Yeah, not with. If it was like you, me and Val, cool, let's right. go. But because the other party had like 15, 20 people and yeah. we had 15, 20 people. So right that's a lot for one person yeah that's a lot for one person so so i take you to your doctor's appointment and you tell me you're itchy all night and you can't sleep and you're itching and it's crazy and this wasn't this was before the morphine right no this this was different because i hadn't had morphine yet yep so what happened was the night the morning you take me i'm like i didn't sleep well last night it was itchy all night and i have a nickel allergy okay so so when most people have well, when most people have nickel allergies, it's like from like they get a rash if they wear nickel earrings, for example, like earrings that have nickel in them. So my earrings and most earrings have nickel in them, right? Correct. Um, so my earrings are called uh, implant grade steel. Um, so they don't have any. Uh, well, I won't say they don't have any nickel in them. There is nickel in them. But what they do is they the metal that's on the inside has the nickel then they basically dip it in the steel that doesn't have nickel um and then that's how they make them so it's called implant grade steel and you can't really find earrings that are made of implant grade steel which is why i always have these same earrings on they're the same ones that i've gotten and had in my ear since they pierced because you just don't find them they're not common these were super expensive implant grade steel is expensive so i just wear these same earrings all the time i never take them out you didn't get your ears pierced till you were like an adult, right? Yeah, I think I got them pierced at, oh, I must have been like 24 because Colby and Janie were there. So it was either 24, 25, I got them pierced because growing up, mom and all the girls always had problems with their ears whenever they'd wear earrings. And I think they must have like a nickel allergy also because like they would wear them for a couple days and then they'd be bright red and hurt. And so that used to happen to them. So I was hesitant to get mine done. Um, and I'll share a little story. I actually had a nipple pierced way back in the day. Um, and I couldn't keep the, the ring in because I had this nickel allergy. Well, I didn't know at the time, so it would always hurt. So I finally was like, okay, I got to take that out. I can't have this done anymore. So anyway, that was back in my wild and crazy days. So when I went to go get my ears pierced, I did talk to the pierce, the piercer about that and how like that happened. And so he was the one who recommended implant grade steel. I've never had an issue with him. And Colby actually has the same issue. So when he got his, he had like his ear pierced up here, when he had that done, he had to get the implant grade steel also. So anyway, long story, there's my ADHD, sorry. That's how most people experience their nickel allergy. It's like a rash, they wear jewelry, it causes a rash, they use like a hydrocortisone cream, it goes away. Well, I happen to have what's called systemic nickel allergy syndrome, and that deals with the consumption. Um, But when I went, and because I used to get a rash all the time, and so I went to the doctor and I'm like, I don't know what this is from, because it was at a random spot where there was no jewelry, and so he's like, he did a swab of it and they did a type of test. It's called a, um, I think it's called a patch test, if I'm not mistaken, where they go through and they do different amounts of nickel. You take a different amounts of nickel um, via like a pill. And then based upon your reactions, that's how they diagnose you with this. So his initial thought was he thought that's what it was based upon the rash. So once he realized, yes, this is the type of rash it is, we're going to do this test. And they came back and said, hey, you've got this nickel allergy. Well, I didn't really think anything of it because I'm like, well, it just causes me to itch every once in a while. And he gave me a steroid cream for it. But a couple nights ago, I was like super itchy all night long. And I kept just waking up. And um, so finally, I was like, you know, what? I wonder if this has to do with like this nickel allergy. Because it's the only thing I could think of. Why would I be itchy? So uh, it's like 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm wide awake now. I start researching because all he's told me is don't eat dark chocolate and leafy vegetables. So I'm like, well, shit, I haven't had dark chocolate in forever. I haven't had leafy vegetables in forever. I start researching it. And 
First of all, what I notice is nickel, when you have a nickel allergy, it can cause rapid weight gain, bloating, constipation, joint pain, fatigue, like all of these things where I'm like, huh, that's a pretty common thing in my life sometimes, like yeah. rapid weight gain over the last like month and a half. Like I'm like, I'm on this diet. And at first when I started the Mediterranean diet, I lost like five pounds. Right. So I was like, hey, this is pretty good. But then all of a sudden I start gaining weight, but I'm like, I'm not eating anything. I'm like eating a lot of fish now. I mean, I had a couple of times where, you know, I fell off a little bit and ate some gummy bears, but not enough that I should have gained weight. Well, when I start looking at, these are the symptoms. And then I start looking at what foods contain a high amount of nickel because they recommend you do a low nickel diet. So, so initially your doctor basically just said, dark chocolate, leafy greens. And leafy greens. That was all he told me. He didn't tell me anything else about it. So I've known this since 2017, 18, that I've had this nickel allergy, but it's never been, I just always assumed that's what it was. So I would always just use my steroid cream. Well, then I start this Mediterranean diet, which is a lot of fish, a lot of nuts, whole grains, a lot of fruit, a lot of vegetables, like legumes. And you started this because you, you researched like the best diet to like lose weight, be healthy. Right all that stuff in the Mediterranean. And then of course you were dating a couple of people who were like pescatarian and one who actually followed a Mediterranean diet. Right. And so you're like, okay, well, I'll give it a shot. Like, right. Because awesome. it's like the healthiest lifestyle. It. Yeah. Well, then I start looking at all the foods that have the most nickel in them and it's like foods you should avoid. And it's like fish and nuts and whole grains and fruits and vegetables. So legumes. So everything that I'm eating on this Mediterranean diet is specifically listed under the foods you should not eat because this will cause rapid weight gain, fatigue, bloating. So even though it's healthy, because it has all of this excessive Mm, nickel in it. Because it won't work for you. It doesn't work for me. So then I'm like, it lists all of this stuff I can't eat. And it's got among there like my favorite things, which is like beer, chocolate. You gotta become sober, huh? I know. Well, just beer, not liquor, bud. Uh, onions, <laughs> garlic, peanuts. So peanut butter. Which you love peanut butter. Which I love. About. I eat peanut butter every day. Every day I eat peanut butter. I have an apple and I eat with peanut, two tablespoons of peanut butter. Well, probably four tablespoons of peanut butter, but um, yeah. So then I'm like, well, what can I eat if I do like a low nickel diet? And it's like a very short list. So I can do cow's milk. Oh, that's good. Red meat, which I'm happy okay. about because I'm like, some okay, steak, steak some, some steak. turkey, some chicken, eggs, which I don't I know, eat. And I know you love turkey. I do like turkey. Turkey's not bad as far as like turkey meat if I would do like a, a turkey like a burger. sandwich or a turkey or burger. Or a sandwich, but I don't like Thanksgiving You don't like turkey. Thanksgiving turkey, gotcha. Yeah, no, I don't do Thanksgiving turkey. Okay. Uh, eggs, which I don't like and I rarely, rarely eat. Um, butter, cheese, rice cereal, refined wheat or corn cereals. And then here's the only vegetables that they list that you should eat in, in amount which I love potatoes. So I'm really that. vegetable though. Starch. Cabbage and cucumbers. Oh yeah. Which cabbage. I don't like either one of those. Cabbage stinks and I cucumbers taste like water. Cucumbers remind me of, of watermelon a little bit. Like there's no flavor and it's a weird texture. Dude, watermelon tastes so delicious. It's weird. It's a weird texture. I'm not a huge cucumber fan. So so if my kids like, my kids love cucumbers. Like Ava and like, see, they will cut them up and they'll take them to school. They'll eat them as a snack. Val will straight up, Ava too, they'll straight up like peel a cucumber and just and eat, eat it. it. Just yeah, like an apple. And I'm like, I can't do like every once in a while, I'll grab a cucumber, like when they've cut them and there's ranch or something, but I can't like, I'll put no. them on a salad if we have, have it for a salad, but like just a straight up eating cucumber. I'm like, I can't do it. Yeah. So potatoes, cabbage, cucumbers, and mushrooms. So I don't really eat either, any of those except for potatoes. So I'm like, okay, so that's very limited. And of course, no leafy green because leafy green vegetables have a ton of nickel in them. Right. They do say you can eat it in moderation. So like once a week, if you're going to eat it, but make sure you eat the young leaves, which I never knew the difference, but I saw, you know, you see in um, the grocery store, it'll say young spinach mm-hmm. or whatever. So baby now I know spinach. that's what that means. Yeah. Like baby spinach, it'll say young in some of them, but that's what it means. They want, I don't know why those contain less, but they do. 
And then I can also eat bananas, which I don't eat unless I chop them up on a cold cereal. So, then I'll eat so go back real quick. So baby spinach will contain less nickel? Apparently, um, the younger the leaf of the vegetable, the less nickel it contains. Right, and I don't mind. know why. But um, so then I can do bananas, apples, citrus fruit, and coffee. But they do say that you shouldn't have anything like anything that comes in a can, a metal can. You shouldn't eat because the nickel in the metal will basically be absorbed into the food inside the can. Uh -huh. Makes sense. I shouldn't cook in metal pans. So I'm like, what kind of pans do you cook in? I, I don't, silicone? I, I don't know. But it was like, try not to cook with metal, metal do they materials. they make like porcelain pans? I, I have no idea. I don't know. Don't eat with uh, metal silverware. And then like they say for coffee, you should drink instant coffee because if you're using a coffee maker like a coffee machine that will have more than 10 times the amount of nickel in it than like instant coffee but of course i'm not giving up my nespresso so anyway this is like my life and i'm like wow i feel like mom and dad like have like the craziest genes like the sickly genes on their both of their sides and they married and created me and i'm like the culmination of all the crazy random shit like the aneurysm the extra vertebrae the nickel allergy the renaud syndrome which means my hands and feet are always cold like i got all the random weird shit and then i came out perfect right i don't know about that bro but like i don't know man it's like i have like the smallest amount of foods i can eat so that my allergy doesn't flare up and i don't get you know because i'll be honest this is can you take like, a, would like an allergy medication work or no 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 i take a, i take it like a general antihistamine every day and then i have my steroid cream for when i break out in a rash but you know here's the thing that you know, if somebody told me when I was like in my 20s that like getting old, like when you get old, the only thing you're really concerned about is like, did I poop today? <laughs> like nobody tells you that. That question, right? that question crosses my mind like multiple times a day. I'm like, that's it. Like when you're okay. old, this is what you think about. Like it's four o'clock. I kind of have a little bit of a headache. Did I poop today? Because it can be yeah. related. You constipated, you get a, you get a headache. And I'm like, poop. so you always make fun of me like because when i lived here i had prune juice in my fridge and you were making fun of me and i'm like listen prune juice you love prune well juice. now i know that foods hey. that contain a high amount of nickel can cause constipation so that night before when i was itchy and everything like man i'm extra itchy i had sushi with shellfish shellfish contain a high amount of nickel probably seaweed um yeah i did have seaweed i had a beer which contains um, a high amount of nickel. I had peanut butter that day with my apple, which contains a high amount of nickel. I had mm -hmm. some pistachios as my snack. So I ate all of these super high nickel, like nickel rich foods. Yeah. And it was, it spelled trouble. But earlier in the week, I was like talking to my girl, like I was talking to Karen and then talking to Susie. And I'm like, I'm gonna have to go buy some prune juice. Like what is happening right now? Like, why is this my life? Well, can you have number one? Can you have prunes? And number two, they come in an aluminum can or metal can. So can you even I know that? I'm going to have to buy the one I'm going to have to buy it that comes in like the glass jar now because you can buy it in a glass jar but i like to buy the individual servings because usually i'm like hey one aluminum can of this i'm good to go but anyway this is my life now so now i know why i've been feeling extra bloated and why i've gained weight instead of losing weight on this stupid mediterranean diet and it's because the nickel well you know maybe i you know i don't have earrings i don't wear earrings or anything like that but maybe i don't know that i'm super itchy though ever i mean everyone's like i'm itching right now because you're talking we're talking about being itchy but maybe that's my problem Maybe that's why I can't lose weight. I get rapid weight gain. Hey. Like I think about eating things and I'm like, you know, gain Same. five pounds. And so. even those gel or those gummy bears you're eating, they have gelatin and gelatin is one of the foods that's high in nickel content. So I'm like, great. Well, I can't eat those. Although I did have a couple of them before we started. Are you really so, going to give up your gummy bears though? I mean, if it means I have to go buy bigger pants, I might have to give them up for a little while until I can get back into my smaller pants. Cause I did have to go buy bigger pants the other day. And that was just devastating. Cause I'm like, I'm on this diet. What is happening? I'm eating a ton of fish. I'm eating healthy. I'm eating vegetables. I'm limiting in my alcohol intake. 
Okay, I didn't really limit my alcohol intake. That's all. I, I, say, I don't I'm know like, about that. <laughs> everything else, though, I'm doing and I'm following and I'm just gaining weight. And it's like I can see myself getting fatter every day. I'm like, what is happening? Well, I was. I was getting bloated because of the stupid nickel. So that's an interesting. Well, maybe thing we should try this out. Maybe we should we should uh, go on this diet and we can eat um, some rice cereal. I guess you rice krispies. Cream of wheat. Cream of wheat. Yeah. No, it rice has to be refined. I don't know what that means. So my guess is refined is like the baby rice cereal, you know. Or I would assume not rice krispies. I feel like that's more processed. Um, okay. Well, we're gonna have dinner and it's gonna be steak. Steak and potatoes with a banana and apples and a grapefruit i think you get old when you like grapefruit like that's like the ultimate culmination of i'm old is you're like let me cut half a grapefruit and eat it for breakfast like like who eats grapefruits do you eat grapefruit? grandma used to eat grapefruit oh, i know no. dad used to eat grapefruit i don't i don't like so i'm weird uh i don't eat a lot of fruit fresh fruit i love apples because i learned as an adult that there's more than one apple you don't just have to have a red apple because i'm delicious know that. That's all I ever had was a kid. Was red Same, grown up. So yeah. I didn't know that they had anything other than red delicious apples until I'm literally like an adult. And I'm like working at the grocery store and I'm like, there's like 50 different types of apples here. What is happening? You Why know, did couple, we always eat the crappy mushy ones? <laughs> you know, a couple years ago, I wanted an apple. I was on the Dr. Chung diet, you know, with, mm-hmm. with Dr. Chung. And, and I went in the store. I was hungry. And so I go into the store and I'm like, okay, what can I buy from the grocery store that's quick, that's easy, that I can kind of just pick up and go. And so my go-to was always like I'd get sushi, like brown rice sushi, because it had like I could have everything that was in it. So I'd get brown rice sushi and I'd get like um, a naked juice, which she she was like, naked juice is fine. Like the green machine. She's like, it's fine, but it contains 46 grams of sugar. And I would prefer you didn't have it, but it's like fruit sugar. So right. I'll, I'll let it go, but I, you should find something different. But anyway, so I have like, I would go green machine and I'd get sushi and I'd get like a, and I'll try to find some other type of protein. But then I was at the store and I saw this apple and it was ginormous. I mean, it was the biggest apple I'd ever seen in my life. And I picked this apple up and I'm like, is this thing? And and mind you, I had, you know, we are like gala Fuji apple people at the time. And I am like, this is the biggest dang apple I've ever seen. And it was like three bucks a pound. And it was probably a pound and a half, this apple. And it was a Honeycrisp apple. Oh, no. And I, yeah, I know you don't like them, but I bit into that thing. And that was the most glorious apple I've ever had in my life. And it erased all the red, it erased all the uh, red delicious apples that I've had in my life. And I'm like, this is the best thing. So I only ever buy honey crisp apples anymore. You should try cosmic crisp. So I did. So I did that. So we had this discussion the other day and you told me I should try cosmic crisp. You didn't like it. And I gave it to everybody in my family and we have all decided that we like honey crisp better. Oh, you're crazy. Cosmic (laughs) crisp are way better and pink ladies, but cosmic crisp. Uh, I think Honeycrisp are better. Let's put it on the poll. Like we can put yeah. it on the poll this week. Um, Honeycrisp are not better. Are Honeycrisp better than Cosmic Crisp? The problem is though, here's the thing. I want to make sure all of our users know you are not listeners. allowed to answer that question. Sorry, our listeners know you can't answer that question unless you've actually had both. Because right. people will go on and be like, oh, Honeycrisp, Honeycrisp. You've never tried a Cosmic Crisp. If you've never tried I did a try it. Crisp or you've never tried a Honeycrisp, well, I know you have. But do not answer that question, though, unless you've had both. <laughs> All right. So we'll preface our, our question with that. Like, do not answer unless you've had both. So Cosmic Crisp, I did. I did like the flavor. I mean, if it like I wouldn't say like, oh, it's so disgusting. I would never buy it again. Um, I would because, you know, me and I would buy it because they're cheaper than Honeycrisp oh by a few, really? few cents. Yeah. That's a little surprising. Usually they're one of the more expensive ones. I think they were like two forty nine, and and mm. the other ones were two sixty nine. And so the no, Honeycrisp. So I would buy it because of that. But I, I, I didn't mind the flavor. The flavor was, was fine. It it really they were comparable i think if i had to and side by side it was like the, the coke and pepsi 
you know, the Pepsi taste yeah, test. They're very kids. similar. And that's a true statement. I will say that. I mean, they're similar. Real quick, Pepsi taste test. I know it's real quick, but we're, we're probably moving on from apples now. But wasn't that the greatest day of our life when we were kids? I used to love that in the mall. Remember? Yeah. The taste test in the mall. You know, we Dad had the ice cream. Day. Yeah, Dad had the ice cream store. And you found out that they were doing the Pepsi taste test at the mall. It was over. Which was the funniest thing because we wanted to like do the Pepsi taste test, but we had all the free Coke we wanted. We could have got a Coke anytime, but it was like doing the taste test. They had, we had Coke. We didn't. We had Coca Cola. We didn't have Pepsi. I don't like those anyway. But we always just wanted to go for the guest. Yeah, but we were like six or seven years old, and we'd right. run down, and it would be in different places in the mall, and we'd run down to where the little hill went up. You know, where the, the wall yep. <laughs> it went up to the next level, and they would always be there, or you know, one of the yep. spots, and it'd be like, "Is it Coke or Pepsi?" And I'm like, "If you got it right, you got to keep the you Pepsi. got a prize, right? Is that what it was? Didn't we got like a Pepsi Cool Can?" Point? You know, I remember the Pepsi Cool Cans. I had the Pepsi Cool yeah, Cans. Yeah, I remember those cans. But I just recently shirt at some point. Yeah, you got stuff, but you know, I had so many Pepsi Cool Cans. And there's a documentary about that. Did you watch it? I haven't watched the Pepsi yet. About the guy, they're like, hey, you get about a free Pepsi. The, I mean, a free jet. A free jet. Yeah, that was a good one. I did watch that. It was. I'll say it was good, but it was gimmicky. It took a long time for them to get to the end of it, where it could have just been like, I think it was multiple episodes, if I'm not mistaken, right. where they could have just done it all in one episode. But it was like an interesting. But it did take me back because I remember the commercial. Mm-hmm. Like I with the, the jet. jet coming down. Yeah. I remember all of that. So I was like, dang, I do remember all of that. But it was decent. Not my favorite, but it was pretty good. The other cool thing about the mall. Well, first of all, how much money did you steal from the, the fountain? Oh, I'd probably be a millionaire if I would have invested the amount of money that we stole from the fountain. And you had to do it when the security guard wasn't looking, remember? That's right. Because he'd always get mad. You'd stick, you'd like sit there and wait. You'd have your little lookout. So, so dad had the dad had the ice cream store, Bressler's ice cream was right on the corner. You walk in, and it, right across this, right across the hall, the hallway of the mall was Billy Young Lincoln Mercury, the car dealership there in the mall. And they always had cars in front of our place. And then right outside was the water fountain. People would throw money into that thing, and we'd try to st- find the quarters. We'd always get the quarters out because you could go to the little vending machines. Well, even the penny, even the pennies were worth something back then. Like you get a few pennies together. That's true. That's true. Go, go get some buy some candy at Mickey's because Mickey's used to have the 10 cent candy. Remember like the Jolly Ranchers, the single Jolly yep. Ranchers or whatever. Dizzy Rolls, all that. Yep. So yeah, those, those are good. But, but right around the corner, they had the one store that was always nothing. And it was blocked. It was just bricked up. And it looks like there was nothing there, but it's just a big empty store. Yep. And you remember they would bring in that machine that you, you went in and it had like a, now it's like, it was like a Lamborghini door would come up and you'd sit in there and it had the screen and you'd like, I don't yeah. even know what you call it. Like a 4D. Like a stim- simulator. 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 Yeah. And you'd sit in there and you'd ride the roller coaster. Like, or fly to space or whatever it was. Yeah. And then it would move. Yep. Yeah. I remember that. That was pretty fun. I, I love that. that thing. That thing was awesome. Man, how many times did we like, we were at that mall every day, practically. Every day. The, the, the amount of hide and seek that you could play in that mall. I was at the mall every day because I went to afternoon kindergarten so I could walk home with you guys. So I'd go to the mall with mom every day and she would work in, in Bresslers in the morning and then take me to And I think it's funny. I was talking to, I went on a date the other guy, the other day, a couple days ago with a new guy. And uh, he was like, oh, so where are you from? Like originally or whatever. So I'm like, oh, Colleen. He's like, oh, I know where that is. I have a friend who lives there. He's like, why is there still a mall? I'm like, I don't know. Good question. He's like, and it's a trashy mall. And I'm like, oh yeah, it's gone like way downhill. Mm -hmm. But I think the best is when Todd would, I don't know if we've talked about this on the show, but I'm bringing up anyways, Todd would roll up all the cake batter at the end of the day and uh, all the extra like make cakes. Ice cream cakes. And he would have cake that was left over and they'd roll it up like dog turds and they'd put peanuts in it Mm -hmm. and then they'd put them down all around and the security would come by and then they'd have to call the janitor and like who's who's letting their dog in here to poop all over this and all the, the janitor time. would come down and like oh act like it smelled so bad right. as he's like scooping it you know sweeping it up and all it is is freaking cake batter mixed with peanuts reminiscing on those <sighs> days Good times i would hey, go back to that mall now though oh no somebody's always getting shot over there sure holly we were five running through the mall by ourselves <laughs> 
five to eight. Like, can you imagine right now? I, I, I would not take my kids and be like, hey, you're five, eight years old, six years old, seven. I think Go like, run around yeah. the mall. Time was times were different back then. Like we didn't worry. I don't know. Like we just didn't worry about shit like that. You know, yeah. we're outside riding our bikes on our own and playing outside. No cell phones. Just go living our that. best life <laughs> we'd without go down to being the, stressed about getting kidnapped. Yeah, we'd go down to that field at the end of the end of Prater yeah. and just hang out down there. Had a fort down there. Mm. Like so, I mean, it's like, it sucks by the time the lights get on. You know. Yeah, it sucks because you know I do have to be more. Like as a parent, I have to be more uh, cognizant of just yep. the craziness in the world. I mean, I've seen so much crazy stuff. So like with, with uh, the kids though, like I think though, like social media, like you don't have, like your kids, like your two oldest, they have phones, but they don't have social media, right? No. no. Yeah. I'll tell you, I, uh, I, I, I wish I didn't have, like, I do not like it either. I like it, but I have a love-hate relationship. I was about to say, I have a love-hate relationship with it. Like I hate it so much that I don't have my own accounts. But then I, there every once in a while, maybe every three weeks, I get sucked into watching TikTok for four hours. And Probably Val's like, fault. What is happening? It is. And actually, no, it's yours. I blame you because you made me do all the social media. And first of all, I'm terrible at social media to the extent that you made me commit to posting three reels a day, five days a week on social media because I'm so bad about it. Well, that, that, you know, that commitment's for me too, because I suck at it too. Like I post the reels and, and whatnot, but I'm like, I don't want to give it the time. And when that's how, you know, you get to be known, you know, hopefully people will see our stuff and then they'll go to our site, whatever. And it's like this catch 22 because it's like, I don't want to spend the time doing it. I hate social media. I hate getting on it. I get sucked into it. But I also know, like, how are we going to grow if we don't have it? Yeah. But then it becomes this competition in my mind because it's like, well, how come this reel is better than this reel? Why does this one have more than this one? You know, and it's what are the times that we should post for maximum viewing? And it's like, this is too much. This is too much effort. I don't want to put this much effort into something, but I also know like I need to put this much effort. So somebody I know, he's like, well, you know, like I'm really good at social media and I got a bunch of followers and blah, blah, blah. You should hire me. And I'm like, I mean, you work for free. Like we ain't making no money. What you think? I, I like, I'm gonna pay you out of pocket. Like I don't have enough money to pay you out of pocket. He just thinks like he sees me like, oh, you because he's struggling right now and working a lot of jobs. And he sees me like he's, he made a comment the other day that because uh, he had said that he was working and I had just sent a picture with my feet propped up on the table. And I was like, oh, I'm working, too, you know, like joking. And he was like, you know, it's like you're you're in the water. At the, it, at, you're at the beach and you're in the water and you're drowning and you can't you know, you're doing everything you can to just get some air. And you look over and you see somebody sitting on the beach just chilling. And you're the person sitting on the beach just chilling. And I'm like, I mean, yeah, but I've been the person in the in the water yeah. drowning before. Like, yeah. let's be honest. I've had a car repoed in my life. I've had credit, like credit agencies chasing me down. I've had all of this stuff. Like, I worked really hard. And I don't know. He and I haven't talked since then because it just bothered me. Like, yeah. and I put that. I replied back and said that. Like, hey, man, I've been in your spot. So when I say, like, I think he also thinks, like, I'm just this rich. He assumes, like, I come from, he had assumed I came from money and blah, blah. And I'm like, I grew up with seven siblings. My dad was the only one who worked. I put myself through college. At 17, I got a second job. For years, I worked two full-time jobs, a part-time job, and went to college full-time. Like, And so I was like trying to say like, hey, I understand when you say like, hey, it's hard out there. When I say like, hey, man, I get it. Like, I genuinely get it. I've been there where you're at. And yeah, it is hard. But I'm also, it almost felt like he wanted me to give him money. Right. He, like, he kept hinting like I'm struggling, but I'm like, I'm not going to give him money. Like yeah. I've been there. I mean, I guess it depends on like who it is. Like if it was somebody I was super close to who I knew like, hey, I'll, they'll pay me back. I'd give him money, but I don't know him enough to give him money. No, and there were times, you know, in, in talking about that, there were times you came to us like me about like, hey, I just need, 
know, you were going to school, you're like, I need X amount of dollars until the 15th. And, you know, we're ones that if you ask us for money and we can help, we're going to give it to you knowing we may not get it back. But if you give the money back, I'll lend it to you the next time you ask. But if you don't give it back, like, don't ever ask me. Right. Right. And I always made sure just so everybody knows I was always. Holly always paid me back. If Holly, if Holly (laughs) asked me for money today, I would, I would help her if I, if I can, depending on how much. Um, but, but that's the thing though like it just i don't know man like i i think though that a lot of people just assume and and this has even just been like people who i've met on the dating sites they just assume like i've had everything handed to me in my life and it's like man the stories i have like the struggles i went through the amount of debt that i've paid off because somebody else ran it up in my name and didn't tell me the deals i i, I will say let, yeah. let me give a shout out to honda financial let me tell you this story <laughs> i had a honda it's the one that colby bought off me right and uh, I had a person in my life at some point who ran up a bunch of my credit cards and I didn't know. Right. I didn't know until I started getting creditors. And I'm like, I don't even use these cards. I lived in Utah at the time. I'm like, where did these transactions happen? They're like, they happened to Colleen. The problem was I couldn't file or dispute them because at one point this person was an authorized user on mm. the cards. Even though that situation ended up not working out and we had agreed that, hey, you have your stuff, I have mine. He still used my cards and ran up like $20,000 in debt and just didn't pay. So I make a deal with Honda because I fall behind on my payments because I'm literally like working, trying to keep my head above water. And I tell them like, hey, I need until these extra days to make my payment. Well, I hadn't made it. I hadn't made a car payment like in two months. And I told them like on this date, I'm going to get my my student loans. I'll be able to pay that those two car payments that relate plus this one plus I'll pay two additional. So we had this agreement or so I thought we had this agreement. I come out from work one day and this is when it's like I have a professional job. I come out from work one day and my car's gone. Oh, like, oh, my gosh. I call mom. She happened to be visiting me in Utah. She comes over and picks me up and I'm like stressed out like my car's been repoed and I didn't owe that much left on this Honda. I'd had it for I think I had a four year car note. This was like the third year. So I had like one year left to pay on this car. And I'm trying everything I can do to get this car back. I'm calling Honda. I'm like, I'll pay this money now. They're like, no, it's too late. Like, sorry. And so it's like, I end up, that was like on a Friday. I go to work on a Monday. I'm sitting there and there was a girl who worked with me. I'll never forget. Her name was Corinne. She's a super nice girl. And I'm like sitting at the desk and she can tell I'm something's wrong. And so I just say like, my car was repoed, like blah, blah, blah. So she's like, you just got to get creative with how you're going to get this car back. And so I was like, well, what do you mean? She was like, you've got to email somebody. You've got to find somebody. Like, you need to email somebody to get this car back. Like, you working with these people at the customer service isn't going to work out. So I said, well, I don't even know how to do that. So she's like, well, start Googling. Like, we look up, like, Honda financial email domain accounts, blah, blah, blah. So we figure out that it's going to be, like, at Honda or I think it was HFS.com. So then we figure out how do they do the front? Because most companies, they do their... How do they do their name? Like, Yeah, it's always the same. So it'll be like s pritchard at hfs.com so you figure out like okay it's always going to be the first initial the last name at this so i start researching on linkedin and i find the he's like the head of finance or something and i might have exploited my situation a little bit at the time i had my nephew living with me colby because he lived next door so heather lived next door to me and we had two apartments that we all just kind of went in and out of and so his room happened to be at my apartment because she was living with an her ex-boyfriend who had three kids. So just the way it all worked out, Colby's room happened to be in my apartment. Well, I needed this car back. I knew I couldn't get anything else. My credit was shit because of this other situation. So at the same time, I was working at the restaurant in Provo. 
So I find the guy who's over Honda Financial Services, and he went to BYU at there one you go. point. And then I'm like, my guess is he watches something on the BYU channel. And if he watches anything on the BYU channel, he's going to see our restaurant <laughs> advertise on this channel. So I write an email. I find his name and address. I write an email and I'm like, dear so-and-so, I know you probably get emails like this all the time. I just wanted to share my story with you because at this point, Honda's like, we're not going to make a deal with you. You're not getting your car back. There's nothing you can do to, even if you pay this money now, it's too late. Right. So I'm like, I just wanted to share a little bit about myself. You know, this is my name. I go to school. I'm in college going for my master's full time. I had this situation happen where I I'm in college and I live in Provo. I didn't say I live in Provo. I said, (laughs) I'm in college right now. I came into a situation where I've taken my nephew in and he lives at my house. He lives with me now. I am in college full time. I run a restaurant called Oregano Italian Kitchen in Provo, Utah with my brother. And I do that for just to help because it was when we were trying to get going. So when I I worked there with Chad, like we did it for free. Like he and I didn't get salary when we started. So I'm like, I'm trying to help my brother do this. I've taken on this job. Also, I serve tables. I help run this restaurant. I have a full-time job. I'm in college. I give him a huge sob story. And I'm like, I don't know if there's anything you can do, but I have the money. My student loan came in. I have the money to pay. And I promise you, that if you can help me out, I will never miss another payment again. And that was like on a Monday. And it's probably Thursday afternoon, I get a, I get an email. No, I'm sorry, I get a phone call from the lady who I'd been working with at Honda, who was a total jerk to me the whole time. And she says, well, I don't know what happened, but they've called me and now they wanna give you your car back. So you can go <laughs> down and pick it up if you pay this amount of money, blah, blah, blah. So then I end up sending another email to the guy And I'm like, dear so-and-so, I don't know if you had anything to do with this, but I want you to know how appreciative I am. I was able to get my car back that, you know, helped me a lot, blah, 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 got my car back. But I'll say, I kept my word. I never missed another payment. I told him like, I'll never be late another payment. I'll never miss another payment. And I didn't, I made sure. So I was like, if any other creditor calls me, I don't care. I'll be miss. I'll miss those payments, but I will always pay. And it really was like in a shitty situation. I wouldn't have been able to get a car, wouldn't have been able to do work, but in the end, you know, so I don't know where I was going with that story other than shout out to Honda because they did help. They helped you out in that situation. And so, yeah, I never missed it. I was able to get out of that situation, get all that debt paid off, worked hard to get it done. Everything good. My credit's good now back to all that. But I don't know, man, life's so, a struggle sometimes. You got to go through yeah. shit. So, so we started at uh, social media and why you're bad at it. And we ended at um, Honda being Honda. good. Shout out to Honda. Yes. So... Uh, you know, we do, we do have to, you know, people think about that. I, I've said that about before, I think maybe in our first pilot episode or something about business. And and I see things from people who, you know, I, you know, friends on Facebook and things like that, who I just, I struggle with um, people who like, cause there's an, like an employee mentality and the business owner mentality and they're different. And right. like the business owner had like, people don't understand like the risk I've had to put up to, to be where I'm at today. Like I've risked everything like, right in hopes that I make money because I don't know if I'm gonna make money because nobody's paying me a paycheck. Nobody's giving me, I'm not going to work for somebody and they give me a paycheck and I pay my bills. Like I have to make it happen and I'm risking that every single month. And I say like, if you haven't cried on your pillow, like you haven't gone through the struggle, like cried on your pillow wondering how you're gonna pay the mortgage or get your kids Christmas presents or anything like that. Um, And there's been times where like, you know, I, I literally sitting in my car in the middle of the day, like hands on the steering wheel, just like, how, how am I gonna make this happen? Like I'm busting my butt and I have no money in the bank account. Yep. And people who, you know, and even when I go do work, I've had clients that owed us tens of thousands of dollars and we were still working for them because we're like, we're gonna get paid. It's gonna happen. 
and they're just like, yeah, it'll be next week. It'll be next week. It'll be next week. And we keep working because I'm like, I know that they've always paid me. I know that they'll end up paying me, but if I cut them off now, they'll find somebody else. And then I've ruined my future with them. Right. So like, I'm going to keep working. And I do. And it just, it sucks sometimes. Cause you're like, and when I see this and like, I see people bad mouthing business owners and I know there are some corrupt ones out there and some greedy ones and things like that. But I just it, like, I want to see other people making money that work for me. Like, I don't want somebody to, you know, when somebody comes to me, like somebody that works with me and they say, Hey, you know what? I had to do extra for this job. I'm like, I'll pay you extra. Like, don't be afraid to ask, you know, right. like I, I want to take care of my people cause they take care of me, you know, basically. And so it just, it kind of bothers me a little bit when I see people who, who think just because somebody owns a business, they're like an evil person or they don't know right. the struggle. Like they don't know the struggle. Like I know the struggle worse than, you know, the struggle probably. And so right. it's, it's really difficult like for me to see some of that stuff. So. Well, and what bothers me too is um, it's like this right now mentality that, and I think that's the difference between like our age group and people younger than us is that we didn't grow up with the right now, everything happening at your fingertips right. right now. Like we had to go to the library to find the encyclopedia to research the article and we didn't have everything right at our fingertips. So I feel like a lot of times people who are younger than us, even 10 years younger, like don't appreciate hard work. And yeah. like, they just want a quick out. And so I don't know, man, that just, when he said that, like you're sitting on the beach, it was like, he was pissed that I wouldn't give him money or that he didn't have a quick way out. And it's like, yeah, man, I've been there. I've worked two full-time jobs. And I even said it like back when I was doing that, I was getting up at 4.30 because I had a job at Starbucks and I had to be there at 4.45 because they opened at 5.30. So I would be up at four, between four and 4.30, literally like throwing on clothes and going to work. It was around the corner. I would work there, leave that job at like 10 a.m., go drive to Belton, work my eight-hour shift at the HEB there, get done at eight o'clock, go from there to my bartending job. And I would literally sleep like two hours a night. And I took every Tuesday off so that I could do all my homework. And like Tuesdays and Thursdays were the days that I did school. So I would only work like one of my jobs on those, you know, one of those days. But like, that's just what you have to do to get where I'm at. And it bothers me. It's almost like they're trying to discount the hustle. They, they don't. It, a lot of times people don't, they don't know that that what you went through, nor do they care to know. They just know where you're at right now. And like, oh, right. it must've like, been. Oh, you're just sitting there kicking your feet up. And it's like, I worked fucking hard to get here. And I know you do too, but it's just, when he said that, it just really bothered me. Like you've never even bothered to ask how I got this position or what I went through to get to, to this point. Like the first two years that I was on that con on this job that I'm at, like 90 hour work weeks, literally. Yeah. Like, I'm not afraid of hard work, but I also want to be able to appreciate the fact that I'm where I'm at without being made to feel bad about it. Yeah. And listen, I know the hustle of, you know, the Uber driver, you know, yeah. because Uber Eats, because, you know, when we were in McKinney, um, we moved up from Colleen to McKinney and it was like double, like the cost of living was almost yeah. double, like one and a half times to two times. And I didn't anticipate that. And then I realized a couple months in like, wow, this is really like, but at the time when we moved to McKinney, like, you know, my office may not they probably didn't know all this but there were times i i didn't cash my paychecks like i did not like i wrote the check but i couldn't cash it and i remember looking at my taxes that year and seeing how much money i made like on my w2 or whatever and it was not a even number like i knew how much i made every month and it didn't add up to that because right. i would delete that check out of my thing because i never cashed it. and out of my out of my quickbooks and i because i never made the money like it didn't right the check was there but it couldn't reconcile because i never i never cashed it and there were times where I would, you know, 
I would hold my check. And I just remember like, I would work till nine serving papers because I'm trying to make as much money as I can. So I worked till nine serving papers and then I would go and Val, Val would be at home and she would just be watching TV or whatever at night. And I said, Val, like from nine to 12, I probably need to be doing something to make money. And I would you know, go to my last place and I would turn on the Uber and Lyft apps and I would Uber and Lyft people till midnight or later. And just to try to get an extra five or $600 a month. Um, right. And then we started like Uber Eats and Val would be with me and or we'd be at home and we'd turn on Uber Eats and, you know, we, we lived right close to a Sonic and late at night, that was the only thing open. So we would be the closest to the Sonic and it pinged and Val and I would get in the car and we'd go to, you know, yeah. deliver food for Uber Eats. And there's st- like, there's still things like I still do things to earn a little extra income here and there. You know, yeah, if somebody same. asks for things like how like, yeah, for sure. Let me, they're like, Hey, I'm looking like just in our neighborhood. They're like, you know, I'm looking for somebody to do this, this, or this. And I'm like, I mean, for the right amount of money, I'll do pretty right. much anything. Well, and that's why it's like, even just serving papers, I, I've got to go get, I hadn't done it this week, but I'm going to go get fingerprinted. And somebody's like, why are you going to do that? Like you already, like you make good money. And it's like, Hey, you know what though? Like I could always make more, but the move here and getting everything I needed and everything else, like moving is expensive, first of all. Um, and then I had really depleted my savings for the most part when I, my ex and I split because I had to buy all yeah. brand new stuff. You know, I left the house and I didn't want to disrupt you know, the life, he didn't give me any money and I didn't want his money. It was a pride thing. Um, so I didn't take any of it. Plus it was just like, by the end, it was like, I'm over it. I don't want anything to do with you anymore. And I really depleted the savings that I had to buy myself all brand new furniture and everything. And then now I'm like, Hey, you know what? I need to really work on getting my savings back up. So how can I do that? And it's like, I'm going to go serve papers. And the other day, Heidi's like, do you really want to serve papers? I'm like, no, I don't really want to serve, but A, it's going to give me something to do when I'm bored. It's going to get me out of the house, but B, I need to build back up my savings. And so this is how I'm going to do it. And I think that it's like, I don't know, I don't see that a lot now in a lot of, and I won't say this in everybody, but in a lot of people, I don't see that drive or that hustle. It's like they want a quick fix and life's not a quick fix. No, and and even even, for the most part. And even for me serving papers, like I have a work that comes in, I'm like a, a distributor of work, so to speak. So the work comes into me, we distribute it out to people to go serve that are that are working with us. And there was a time where I worked for like a company way bigger than mine. And I was one of their servers and I couldn't distribute it out. I had to serve it myself. And and I, you know, had debt that from moving and all this stuff. And I would go work and I was making $25 a job, which people complain, oh, 25 bucks. You know, they gave me enough and I was making, you know, I was serving probably two to 300 papers a month for them. And it was a lot of work and I missed night times and I missed all sorts of stuff because I was out serving these papers and it was like, I had to have morning attempts and evening attempts and middle of the day and right. Saturday. So I missed a lot of time, but you know what? I paid off all my debt working with those guys. And then right when COVID happened, they shut down for a month and I've never served for them since. But the few months before that, probably a year before that, maybe 18 months, I worked and busted it to pay that off, off all that debt. And I'm not above it. I'm not above going right. and, you know, my kids all have little, little jobs, right? So Jared, he cleans garbage cans and cleans cars and cleans dryer vents. I just try to teach the kids like the key to wealth is to find a need and fill it. And so I tell my kids like find something that people don't want to do. Well, people don't want to clean their garbage cans. So I'm like for the right amount of money, like I'll pay somebody to clean my garbage cans. And you know, Lexi right now, she's like making these crochet animals for, for people. And, and then Ava just does, she'll pick up dog poop. She'll see babysits, Lexi babysits as well. But I try to teach them to like earn your own money. You know, I I tell them like you get, you get your necessities, but you want extra, you got to earn it. So I, I'm trying to teach tell you. Right. And I can tell you growing up, this is one thing Reagan used to say to me because Reagan was, you know, my best friend for years and years and years. And uh, she came from, you know, she had well-off parents 
And I can remember she got anything she wanted whenever she wanted. 16th birthday, got a brand new car, like brand new, not like a used car, like brand new. And I can remember her telling me, we're probably in our 20s. And I can remember her saying like, you know, I have so much respect for you because everything you've gotten, like you've gotten on your own, like you've worked hard, you've saved. And she's like, and I just think there's like a different level of respect when that people have for things that they know they've worked hard to get versus like Reagan, she didn't care about like, anything her car was a mess she didn't care because she didn't pay for it, it didn't bother her right. but for me everything was like dang i worked hard on this car i'm going to keep this car clean i'm going to keep it washed right. i worked hard for these clothes i'm going to make sure that i'm not wiping my greasy hands on them or whatever and i think there's that level of it's just different when you work hard there's this level of pride that you have and i and i feel like there's so that's like that doesn't matter a lot anymore i think to people like they just don't care they just want it like i just want it now and it's like well jared, jared i know jared listens and so you need to listen to everything Aunt Holly just said. Um, because he just told Val the other day, like Val's driving in the car with him and he has a car and, it, and we bought it and he's paying us half and he works every month and he pays, he pays like a car payment. But he's driving with Val the other day and he's like, I just hate this car. And Val's like, like wait a minute. Car, and, um, and she's like, I, I don't understand. Like, and it's just where we live because then his friend pulls up yesterday, the other day, yesterday in like, she's, she's his age and they're, she's, there are a few of them and they're going to go to the, go to the lake. And she pulls up in a like Jeep Rubicon, like brand new. And you know, his buddy down the street, you know, got like a, you know, Jared has a 2009 Hyundai Sonata, right? Right. We got a good deal, but we told him you're going to have to pay for, you know, we gave him a deal. We said, Hey, we'll pay up, up to, you know, $2,000 for a car for half, like half up to 2000. So we got the car for 2000. So we paid a thousand, he paid a thousand, right? Right. But his buddy down the street, his best friend down the street, it's a 2015 or 17 Dodge Ram. Right. You know, so he feels like inferior, but I'm like, bro, like you are working for this. Like your friends, parents probably pay for everything. I was like, that's what happened to me. Like my dad had the car. They gave me the car. It was his car, but it was, I drove it. He paid gas. He paid insurance. Okay. I'm What's like happening right now. You didn't have to pay for gas or insurance. Nope. Mom and dad. I'm the favorite. I can't even say anything. Dad got me out of a lot of binds that mom didn't know about when I was in college. Dad they, sent me a check very frequently for couldn't pay. Well, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't want me having a having a job either. Again. Oh yeah, because you did take care of grandma though. Because so. of you. Because um, you took care of grandma. I did take care of grandma. But anyway, so they paid for that for me, and and of course Val came from. She didn't have that. She bought her right. own car. She figured out a way to finance it. She paid for her own insurance. Yeah. Paid for her own gas. So we tell Jared like, look, man, like we kind of meet halfway, you know? And so he pays for most of it, but then I give him money. Like he'll go do errands for us. And anytime he does something for us, I give him money. But anyways, I think he just struggles because he sees everybody around him has these brand new cars or these newer cars or these nicer cars or things he wanted. And this one is one he loved it at first. And then all his friends started getting cars after him that are nicer. So anyways, um, so I know he struggles with that. And so just understand, man, like this is going straight out to Jared right now. Like, like you were working for it, man. I had a I had like a 1994 two tone minivan. Windows didn't blue, roll blue up. smoke. Yeah, windows didn't roll up. Blue smoke. Oh, there was a fuel so pump bad. problem. So when you accelerated, it would go because the fuel pump. Yeah. Like it, it had chocolate editions, big plastered on the back side because that was Grandpa's business. Yep. So Jerry, be lucky you didn't drive that, bud. Yeah. If you want to talk about embarrassing, but you know what? I had a car, and guess what? A to B, and Did I you? didn't care. It was like you know what? I don't even care. Got you where you need to go. Yep. 
So, yeah, I think that, you know, people don't understand the struggle. They think, you know, they just see where we're at today. It's like, it's like kids, like they want to, they want to buy the house that their parents have right when they get out of college. It's like, "Ah, it's not going to happen. Like we worked for this. So anyways, um, I don't know how we ended up here, but that was a good topic. I don't know. That was real. That was real. That was real talk right there. Real man. Real talk. So the struggle is real. Hey, so real quick, I'm going to, I'm going to, I just saw the FedEx guy pull up. So I'm going to close this. Hold on real quick. I'm going to go get what the FedEx guy gave us. All right. So it's from the uh, world market from our number one listener. So shout out to our sister Heidi. Oh, no. Just saying. It's going to be good. Is this going to be the spotted dick that we've got to try? That's it. Should we say this for next week? Next week. There it is. Auntie's delicious spotted dick. So steamed. Does it say steamed pie? steamed puds oh puds i don't know what's worse steamed pie or steamed puds but look at this we'll try that next week i don't want to try it today i already had to do mustard Ooh, that does not look good do we have to cook it i have no idea oh, it no. costs more to fedex it probably than it did to buy it <laughs> well thank you heidi oh microwave for 30 seconds okay so we'll do this next week oh great next week we got to hold on to that all right shout out to heidi you're our favorite all right guys we will see you next time on the show eating some spotted dick take care yeah hey what's up my channel please hit the drop drop a like and hit the subscribe button look for my first subscriber can't spread myself can't do that for some reason i don't know why which could